You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, cut the music. This is what you've been waiting for. Here we are. Kyle Matson still with us. James Ham is starving. He just wants a French fry. <laughs> he just wants a French fry. That's all. But we have Bring got back, we have got to get this out of the way. Joe Flacco off the couch and into the playoffs for a legitimate Super Bowl contender. Fifteen years for the former number eighteen. Jeez. Overall pick in the 2008 Delaware State NFL Draft. Boy, Flacco was Chet Holmgren before Chet Holmgren. I think it's just Delaware. Oh, he didn't go to Delaware yeah. State? I think it's just oh, Delaware. That's a difference. There's a difference there. <laughs> there is a didn't difference. He start at, didn't he start Isn't like Delaware Pittsburgh? State in HCU? <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> Joe Flacco would be my favorite quarterback in that's history. That's what I thought. I said, that if he was Joe a quarterback Flacco was out Delaware there. State. <laughs> A newfound respect going back to 2000, nope, 2013. Oh. 2013, Joe Flacco received a signing bonus of $29 million mm. and a salary of $1 million, putting his single season value at $30 million. Mm-hmm. That was the year after they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, I cashed out. 16 seasons, counting this one. 16 seasons for Joe Flacco. Music. Highest single season money. Did you just hit the post on that? Is $30 million professional, my brother. Damn. Kyle, you're the guest. You lead us off. Career earnings for Joe Flacco. I think Joe Flacco has earned in his career... One, no, yes, 190. $190 million for Kyle Matson. Kenny Caraway, who just desperately needs to see the ball go through the net. What are you talking about? I'm only 0 like, 1. Like, well, that's just, just on the year. year. That's just <laughs> on the year. You went 0 16 last year, Hugh Jackson. Hey, hey I'm like uh, Kyle Shanahan. You know, the, the early years ain't going to count. Oh. You know, I'm, mm. I'm coming okay. up. Back. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, you just acquired seasons. Jimmy Garoppolo right now. <laughs> it's time. 16 seasons, $30 million is his highest earning year. Career earnings for Joe Flacco, Kenny Caraway. I'm going to go 157. 157 for Kenny Caraway. Now to the champ. He doesn't lose very often, no matter who else is in the building. We're gonna go. We're gonna go 165. We're gonna go 165. Stop going higher than me. That was just my guess originally. Well, that's new right there. This dude does not miss. That's right. What is? 175 million dollars. 175.3 million dollars. Whatever. I don't care. This wasn't a sanctioned uh, game anyway. Kyle was here. What? what? <laughs> I was here. It was not, wasn't sanctioned. It's a triple threat. What you talking to, about? To be clear, sanctioned. I have the scoreboard right here. 
Don't count. Don't count this as no loss. It wasn't even the same. This was exhibition. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Wow. They didn't get a win, I, and I don't get a loss. A this was wow. He's, like, he's unraveling. Wow. You see this Kenny right Sam. here? Kenny Sanders, I'm not a real one. That's wow. crazy. Wow. Well, no, you yeah, just I'm haven't disrespected. filed. You haven't <laughs> filed uh, <laughs> with the with the commission oh, right, to, right. to be official. This was an exhibition. What the hell's going on here? Draymond. Draymond Caraway over yeah. there. Careful, Kyle didn't get punched in the face yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah. Kyle, I'd go get that lunch if I were you, buddy, because I don't like the look in my man's eyes. Did you Did you guys see that clip? Of uh, It was an old school clip that was circulating when uh, Draymond I was just up kidding, Kyle. Artest. I don't think he's actually going to punch you. God, I hope not. When him and Ron Artest got into it. Who, Draymond and Ron? I don't remember that. <laughs> they said Draymond knew how to control himself then. Oh. Very, very different energy in that video. I've seen that too. <laughs> Very different. Well, we'll have to pull that up on tried, the stream. He tried the whole move or whatever, and then Ron, like, for no reason, because Ron crazy, just grabbed him like this and was like, hey, don't do that. Don't do that. And Draymond was like. I'm very, not going to lie. Very, I do the exact same Very Hansborough-like. Like, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, my bad, Ron. Yeah, that was my, my bad, bad Ron. Ron energy right there. Yo, who the f- my, my bad, Ron. My, <laughs> hey, my bad, Ron. Hey, go, go get lunch before okay. you wind up without a co-host. Sir man Kyle Matson, who. Scheduled to spend 30 minutes with us. Kyle, like an real hour. quick, you could just say right here on my microphone, do the Kings win? I mean, the Kings. The uh, the 49ers win on Sunday? Mm, I think it's going to be a tie. Oh, man. That's amazing. What does that do for That's playoffs? That's amazing. 23-23. <laughs> That's amazing. Does that get the Seahawks in, the tie? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. Because, you know, there's always like 40 different scenarios. I think the Packers are in control of their own destiny. Win and they're in. Who has the night game? Is it you guys? Is it Dolphins Bills? It's Dolphins Bills. Hang on, I got you guys. Hang on. I think I think the Packers. They lead everything, but if they lose, I think the Vikings get into play and the Seahawks get into. Seahawks play. win. Are you saying Seahawks win? Do I think they win? Who are they play? The are you saying I, I'm doing the tie scenario for you? Seahawks yeah, win. Yeah, Seahawks win. Okay, so Seahawks win. Green Bay win. They lose because if they win, they're in. So let's say they lose. So Green Bay loses. I think the Seahawks, uh, Seahawks win if Niners and Rams tie. I think the Ra- I think the Rams are irrelevant. Uh, Niners Niners Rams doesn't do anything yeah, to the it's, Seahawks. It's irrelevant. Yeah. Okay. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> if the Vikings, <laughs> if the Vikings, oh, well, 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 God, get out, get out, get out, get out. That's a flagrant two. Yeah, he's ejected. He's ejected. Get out. Goodness gracious, on a Friday. That was tough. That was wild. That was, yeah. That was wild. Okay, just like, don't walk in here after what you just did. What? <laughs> Goodness <laughs> gracious. Hey. That's it. Hey. Uh, yeah, that's, a, that's a flagrant two. It's an indefinite suspension. It'll take three <laughs> Goodness, weeks off. Man, he's going to have to go to counseling after that one and take part in Zoom meetings. Goodness <laughs> gracious. In any event. Uh, I'm still looking forward to the, you know, I'm not really paying attention to what the sheet says in front of us. Since we're on football, we're going to get back to basketball. We're going to get back to the rumors around the Sacramento Kings and, and, and Jake Fisher. And of course the Sacramento Kings and the Toronto Raptors uh, tonight, we're going to get back to all of that. But since we're here on football, let's stay with it just for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, Devonte Adams and Max Crosby have both said they want Antonio Pierce back. Mm-hmm. There was a report, I believe in The Athletic, I don't know that that's super important, but there was a report out there, I'm sure many of you saw it, that a lot of the, quote, locker room wants Antonio Pierce back. Now, I'm not 
trying to judge Antonio Pierce's job as the Raiders head coach and whether to determine whether or not he should be the head coach or should not be the head coach. But boy, this is putting Mark Davis in a very awkward position. It is. Because you now have the you now have the the concern of <laughs> repeating history and you also have to do your due diligence. You can't get this wrong. Doesn't mean hiring Antonio Pierce is wrong. It means you can't get this wrong. You could take what Max Crosby wants and what Devontae Adams wants into consideration, and you should. And if you want to talk to them, by all means, talk to them. That's up to you as the owner. That's, and if they want to be a part of it, clearly they've stated this publicly, they do. Antonio Pierce should absolutely be in your head coaching search. But you've got to do your due diligence. You cannot get this wrong. And let's also remember one other important component here at least to the best of my knowledge, unless I've misunderstood something, you're also looking for a general manager. You may already have that general manager, but for me, the order of operations is simple. You conduct your general manager search and you hire your general manager. Your general manager and you, Mark Davis, mm-hmm. then conduct your coaching search. Whoever your general manager is, gets the final say as to who your head coach is. Yeah, I agree. You've got to get this right, Mark. You cannot get this wrong. <sighs> and it's and it's difficult with Devontae Adams, marquee player, Max Crosby, a very, very marquee Las Vegas Raider. You have to take what they've said publicly into consideration. But the game can't end on Sunday, and you go, Antonio Pierce is our head coach, yay, just for the vibes. You've got to get this right. And if Antonio Pierce is your head coach, perfect. That's great. But you also, you've got to hire his boss, which, in my opinion, you have to hire that guy first. Then you go to the coach. Man, do we know how this was um, put out there? Like, was this? I think Devontae said it. Yeah, it was like a press conference. Yeah, I think Devontae said it. Media availability. Yeah, and and I'm I'm only only asking because – that's a tough, that's a tough the, situation. The locker room thing was sources. Right. And I think the locker room, the, the, the locker room, most of the Raiders locker room wants Antonio Pierce back. I think that was before Devontae Adams spoke. Mm-hmm. I think Devontae might have been asked about something along those lines of the report. He's like, I, lo- I love Antonio Pierce. I want him back here. Yeah. I and, and that's just tough, man. I mean, I guess if, if Devontae really feels that way, which I believe he does, you know, you vouch for your guy, right? But I mean, that's because now, because 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 doing that, and Devontae may not care, Max Crosby may not care, but you just how you laid out, you put the the uh, decision makers in a tough spot. Yeah. Yep. Because what if they're yep. out there doing their due diligence and they say, you know what, I I like Antonio Pierce, I think this guy is better for what we're trying to do. There's nothing against Antonio Pierce. I think this guy is better. I, now you got to worry about the locker room and all this other stuff. Well, I think there's a yeah, I don't think you have to worry about the whole locker room, but I do think you need to talk to guys, especially guys who say something publicly. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I you know, it's it's tough. I don't like involving players in this situation, but they've involved themselves and you don't want to discount that because it's been said publicly in front of your reporters. Mm-hmm. Hey, Antonio, here here's what we're looking at, guys. Antonio Pierce is in the running for this, and this could be a month down the line. Mm-hmm. 
we really like what John Harbaugh is bringing to this situation. Jim. Well, John too, because he's leaving. He's leaving. He's leaving the Ravens. Breaking apparently, news here, huh? Jim Harbaugh. Yes, excuse me, Jim Harbaugh. We really like what he brings to 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 this equation. And I don't know, man. The greatest coach of all time is is out there, and you know he gave us this pitch, Bill Belichick for 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 the Raiders. Those those are our three candidates. Give me your thoughts on all three. I think you can present it that way. You're not the decision makers. We are, but we really do want to know how you feel about this, and we can go over each individual with you. We want to know how you think. It's really tough when guys say stuff publicly the way Devon does. And that's all I'm saying is, you know, and, and like I said, he, he likes Antonio Pierce. You know, he, he hey, he's, he's vouching for him. I and understand I love it. that. Yeah. I love it. I love it. We'll come back. Um, we'll get back and we'll get back into these rumors. Uh, and we'll get back into the game tonight. It's Dilo and Casey brought to you by Sky River Casino on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Shout out to our homie Christina Warner. Hey, shout out Christina Warner always. I was uh, exchanging texts. She missed the big reveal at the end of our Matt George conversation. <laughs> hey, who who was who wants to trade Sabona? So I, I was like, oh, you missed the end of the you missed the end of the convo. So I I sent her what happened, and we had a a spirited exchange. Shout out. Shout she out is a very 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 fun and passionate Kings fan. She is. She is. I, I love her takes. I love what she got to say. I love experiencing the game through her eyes on oh, Twitter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good stuff. Uh, real quick, to finish that conversation, breakfast sandwiches, but the Oscars breakfast burrito. Can we Can we let the everybody, can we let the rest of the class in? Oh, oh well, Jesse, well, Jesse did it again. He asked with like five seconds to go, breakfast sandwiches or breakfast burrito? And we're back. We're back. <laughs> oh. And breakfast sandwich was and is the answer. But I think so, I think so too. That Oscar's breakfast burritos that over there across the street from uh, McClatchy. Fire. Uh, bre- breakfast burritos are cool, but I feel like they vary too much. Like they're too different. Yeah, I like, mean, if too- you keep it simple, just keep. Yeah. It just give me the the eggs, uh, maybe some potatoes in there. Throw some cheese bacon. in there, bacon. Yeah, keep it simple. It's okay. fine, but man, that that Oscar's breakfast burrito. I'm, I might have to go get one tomorrow. I'm. Uh, I want to get to the uh, get, get back to. I should say the the, the Fisher rumors and the in the in the King stuff. I, I want to say one more thing because there there are there are some things we got to talk about. We can get back to 
you know, Jokic and the Warriors last night, some of the other things that are going on in the Western Conference. Our man Will Z is going to join us in a couple of minutes. I don't want the week to end without telling you how I feel about what happened with Russell Wilson <laughs> last week. Uh, and then, of course, James will be back with us. I, if you have been with us this week on either station, I need to say this from my perspective definitively. There isn't a world that exists where Eminem is not a top five rapper in the game. Welcome to my world. There is not a world (laughs) that exists. (laughs) We're live in a living color over here. (laughs) He is a top five rapper in the game. So, what are you you talking about, though? What are you talking like? Are you talking about just lyricists? A top five rapper, period. He is a top five. You don't have the hits. Pro, you don't have the hits to be a top five. Does he have the hits like post? You are bugging. We'll call it like post 2005 or whenever. Like his first few albums were great. Like all the stuff after is still cool. Recovery is a great album. Recovery was like almost 15 years ago. What, what, he's not making music now. I'm sorry, you he had Andre. Movies. He is making music. He's barely making music. What was the last record that he dropped? He dropped the album like, like six two years, years ago. ago. He had that album with that song "Rap God" that everyone Rap likes. God I, fire. Yo, Rap God was fire. Rap God was fire. But that, but that wasn't that wasn't that was two like, years ago. No, nah, that was like that, that was probably about six years ago. But then he had the uh, situation with Machine Gun Kelly, where he, he battled him and all that other stuff. That was that one. Was that an album? What was the last he did, album he, the he dropped? But but what's it matter? But he's not, but, he's but, not top five. Yes, he is. But why does that why matter? Andre five? 3000 isn't even making music. He, I'm sorry. Okay, is this what we're doing? When the hell did Pac drop a record? Whoa, he, Tell me he, that. Well, when did Big stop, drop they, his they, last they record? Like, Tell me that. What are you doing that for? You no, 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 no. You want to talk about dropping records? When was Andre 3000? Their song, but Andre 3000 has bigger songs than Eminem. No, he does in not. Hip-hop, he in does hip, not. In no, hip-hop, I don't know what they do You know, on the end. Maybe they play more. Maybe hey, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. See, see, this is where you piss me off. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't act like Eminem is some bitch ass pop artist. Don't do that. I played cleaning out my closet fifteen times an hour. <laughs> don't do that. I played without me. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. I the, swear the, to God, this is the closest you the, and I have ever gotten the, to fighting. Don't do that. When's the last don't, time? Don't. Don't. When's the last don't time you heard cleaning out my closet? Don't do that. When's the last time you heard it? Yo, it's yo. That record was in 2006. When's the last time you heard it? This morning. <laughs> Where? I put the essentials on. I was like, yo, we're talking like Eminem isn't one of ain't them. Nobody, dudes. Ain't nobody heard that song in 20 it's years. Stupid. Okay. But I, but I didn't heard. It's I, didn't, I didn't about heard the end. Uh, I swear to God, I didn't heard elevators. You think I'm playing? <laughs> I didn't heard elevators in the last 20 years. Okay. How many I times? Heard, I'm, I'm sorry. Heard B.O.B. I'm sorry. We I ain't played Rosa Parks. We ain't played the way you love or, or uh, uh, the way you lie yeah. on 102. We yeah. ain't played Forgot About Dre on 102. Yeah. Okay. That's Dr. Dre's record, by the way. Okay. <laughs> that's Dr. Okay. Dre, even though they right. wrote it. All right. But that's Dr. I'm sorry. Dre's We're referencing Outcast Records. Those Jesus are their. Christ. Those are their songs. Stupid what are you talking dude. about? Yeah, me and you are gonna go. <laughs> this <laughs> those is are, those are Hey, their welcome songs. to the last episode of D'Lo and KC talking about the end. I swear to God, I, but I'm t- but even if you take Andre like, out, I of like it. he's some sort of. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Take Andre out of it. Eminem does not have uh, bigger songs and more lasting songs than Pac and Big. You crazy? No, that's what I said. He's top so five. I didn't say he's number one. That's, I said he's pop that's five. two. Jay Z, Big, Drake, M. You could do whatever you want to at five. If you want to put Drake in there, whatever, wow. you're wrong. You want to put Andre in there, fine, whatever. I don't care. Pac. Uh, Pac, Big, Eminem J, above Nas? M. Yes. Absolutely not. 
Yeah, Absolutely. but shoot, make Nas number five. Absolutely not. Make Nas number Drake five. Drake is then. in the top five. <laughs> okay. Drake is in the you top can, five. You, your ass got the Drake nerve to say something five. about the end to me, and you talking about Drake? Drake, got Drake is a pop person. artist. First person shooter? Drake. Ain't a hip hop ain't a hip hop track? Hey, pull, pull. Is Kevin, Zero to 100 ain't a hip-hop any, track? Does, any, does anyone... Does, is Starting from the bottom ain't a hip-hop track? I bet I bet every one of them records been played on the end except first-person shooter. Yeah, because he that big of a uh, star. Zero, Which is exactly zero, what Eminem is. Zero to 100 is. is not played on the end. Zero to 100? Come on, man. Come on, man. Do your, do your, do your Google. Do your zero essentials. to 100? Well, like, who essentials. cares? Nonstop? Okay, bro. I, you, all right, I'm, I'm just telling you. I'm just saying. You question Look, zero to hundred. Yo, if you want him to be five, let him be five. He could be five if you want. But Eminem is in the top five. Eminem not in the top five. Yes, he is. <laughs> yes, he is. Yes, he is. Not in the top five. Yes, he is. How about how about we put a poll up? Top five and top five is is all encompassing, for me. If me. it's all in, if it's all encompassing, then this is this. If it's all encompassing, mm-hmm. this isn't even a conversation. All you're talking about is lyrics and 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 sales. That's it. That's it. That, so here's the problem with what you just said. If all we're talking about there's is no lyrics, range, there's no all, range in his songs. If all we're They're talking all about, song. if all we're talking about is lyrics and sales, the problem with what you just said is his sales are here and everyone he else is he here. Ain't listening to me. He ain't listening to me. I said it's all encompassing. I said all you're talking about. He hasn't dropped an lyrics. album since 2020, by all, the way. All I'm Y'all ta- talking about two years ago. It's now four years. It's ago. 2004. It's 2024 what, what, right once, now. Once again, once again, I said he ain't listening to me. I said all you're talking about is lyrics and sales. That's not all encompassing. That's not. There's everything. There's performance. There's range. There's different types of songs. I am listening. He don't have that. What I'm saying is if we're weighing that stuff in, his sales outweigh anything else you could put in the conversation. That's that's where he leads. He but, don't, but the problem he don't, is he, don't lead. he doesn't just lead. He laps. Okay, that's fine. He's not. And, and when you talk about classic albums or classic albums and classic songs, he's behind probably three or four guys. Okay. He ain't behind Big and he ain't behind Pac when it comes to classic albums. Uh, ready, ready to die is the best rec- the best album of all time, according to you. Absolutely, that's one. All Eyes on Me is the better album than anything uh, Eminem ever did. Great, that's one. That's just two. I just gave you two. Life After Death is better than anything Eminem we're, we're did. Talk about, we're talking about Blueprint is better than anything he ever did. You're talking about Black artists. Album is. Reasonable Doubt is. I just named all three of those guys in the top five. Illmatic. Fine, he could be five. Not five. Yes, he is. Not five. But if you pull that end stunt again, boy, I swear to God, me and you ain't gonna talk ever <laughs> hey, again. That, that got real. That, that got real. Nah, don't do that. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, I'm telling oh, you. You act like I'm some sort of bitch ass pop I, artist. I'm over not. Here, I'm man. not don't, saying don't that. I'm just me. telling you. Don't play I, me. I, I, I'm don't play you. me. I, I ain't on the no effing Eminem wake up song. call over here. I don't be hearing no Eminem songs, bro. We play them. We play them. I don't put them in there. We play them. But that's because everybody, this isn't the Kenny Caraway playlist. These are hit records that Complex puts in there. You think Complex just pulls them out his ass and puts them in the we playlist? We go, we go, we go, we go to Tiger. We go to District 30 or whatever. They'll play all them dudes before they play. And then when they, when they going to play Eminem song? Eminem don't have club records. That's part of being great. Everybody we talked about has a club record. That's part okay, of being what's great. What's club record? Uh, uh, Hate Me Now is one. You could throw uh, Shorty, uh, Owe me for ice. You gon' okay. 
I don't know if hate me now is a club Let's right just, is it, Are there people? The forget it, dude. Just they played it. in the club. Forget it. Forget it. You owe me ain't, ain't Uchi Wally? Uchi Wally don't get played in the club? No. Don't get a pop? No, unless, unless you got, unless you in charge of the vinyl. Unless you in charge of the vinyl. All right, man. We couldn't even play it when the kids were there. Nah. <laughs> All right, man. Uchi Wally don't get played. Uchi right, Wally. Man. Like, you literally pick right, Nas's man. worst song and say, oh, it plays in the club, so that makes him better. All right. Uchi Wally don't play. All right. <laughs> you really talk like the Marshall Mathers LP isn't a classic? I didn't say it wasn't. I don't think it's better than any of those albums that I, I, I named. No, that's, but that's not what you said. You said I said they all have better albums than him. Is the Eminem show a classic album? Yeah. Okay, great. Great. He's Thank you. Like two no, 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 no. Stop like right classics. there. That's two. Yeah, that's two. two classics. You, you said he doesn't have more classic. Pac, Big's got two. Mm-hmm. M's got two. Mm-hmm. Pac's got... For me, Pac's got two. Mm-hmm. Got, what are we talking about here? That's one aspect of the whole situation. Number one, his his songs right. his songs aren't lasting. Outside of Lose Yourself, outside of Lose Yourself, right. when was the last time outside of our playlist you heard an Eminem song? Where where am I going to hear it? There's other places to hear songs. Where? Tell me where. At a brunch, at a club, other uh, platforms. When do I leave my house? Other platforms. They didn't play it. They, they didn't. Okay, you got me. They didn't play Eminem when I went to Tiger with you. They didn't play it. Other platforms. There's a, what platform are you talking about? I ain't going to say the names. I work for 102.5, but there's other platforms where you can listen to music where I haven't heard Eminem in years. I, say it. When do we? I said. I, 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 I called Chris Watkins on I, the air yesterday. Outside, outside of Shade 45, I don't hear him on Hip Hop Nation. I don't hear him on The Heat. I don't hear him on, on uh, Fly. Okay. They don't play his records like that. That doesn't mean they're not classics or not good, but they're songs that you hadn't heard in like 15, 20 years. Okay. Do we got phones or no? Yeah. <laughs> Who? TC. 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 TC, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up with my two brothers? Nothing, up, dude. T- nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Hey, look, D-Lo, hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey I'm a, look, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to tell you right now, TC, you better be real careful with what you're about to say to me. Because your boy across from me has me on 10. And if I make it till 4 o'clock, consider it a miracle. Go ahead. Give me, give me a minute. D-Lo, hey, I'm with you. Listen, that's what, so D-Lo, that's what I called Kenny when I called the other day when I was like, check it out, top five. Like, me personally... If you start talking about top five between Andre 3000 and Eminem, for sure Eminem's on top. For sure. And as far as, like, Slim Shady and, Mar- and Marshall Mathers, oh, excuse me, uh, Marshall Mathers LP, mm-hmm. bro, those That's are his two Harvest albums. Anything hey. after that, bro, I'm not hey. listening to. But M, hold on, hold on. M is, a top, M is a top five rapper, bro. Listen, Kenny, Andre 3 Stacks is not a top five rapper, bro. Look. Other outside of his fame came with Outkast. Like him by himself, bro. What is he doing? I haven't even Level listened Lowe's to his new CD. Level Low's a classic album by himself. But but I got the I got the I got I got the I got the the ultimate one for you guys that my bad, I forgot. Lil Wayne is five. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, we've that's all right, how many times are you gonna say you said that seven times now? I told that's you five guys. I don't care who's five. No, no, that's Eminem five is guys. in the top four. That is Jay, Nas, uh, Pac, Big, Wayne. That's you five. are not listening to me. That's five. I just named five better than him. What are you talking about? I don't care where they're numbered. You, I named five. I swear to God, appreciate you, TC. <laughs> You're not listening to me. 
I don't care who you make the fifth person. J, Pac, Big, and M. Whatever the hell you want to do with Lil Wayne or Nas or or whoever else you said, I or Drake, I don't care. Those four are solidified. So you tell Eminem me, is solidified. So you telling me you telling me Wayne isn't as good as Eminem? You just you just name you just named four guys. I'm right? not solidifying Wayne before I'm solidifying Eminem. That's crazy. It's actually that not is crazy. It's actually not. That, that's crazy. That's crazy. And I'm not even like this crazy little man, but I can't deny he's probably top five. Go ahead, Aaron. Probably top five. Nine one six, whatever. Go ahead, Aaron. I'm listening, and, and Casey, you're way out on this. The whole you, the fact that you brought Drake up in this whole conversation. How old are you? I mean, don't get me wrong. How old are don't you? Wrong. How old are you? Oh, no, no. How old are you? Fifty-one. Oh, you, you, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Oh, there. Let him talk. You know what you're talking wait, about. Wait, 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 wait. I don't know what I'm talking about. No. You don't. Here's the thing. The thing. Listen. Don't get me wrong. Drake popular, but you're talking hip hop. You want to sit there and say something like uh, Eminem's not your pop? Trust me, I and I don't get wrong. Drake did his thing. He's doing his thing. And popular, great. Music is slamming. Gets the club popping. Great. But now, when it comes down to straight lyrical, Biggie, Tupac, Nas, Jay-Z, Eminem, and then you got the rest of them that are all real close. You're really talking about 5A. Actually, you're really talking about 3A, B, the rest of them out there. But when it comes down to it, Biggie and Pop, 1A, 1B. You kind of argue, and then you, you I mean, again, Jay Z. I heard his name finally thrown in there. Got to throw him in there. Wayne does this thing too. Musically, musically production wise, wow. And don't get me wrong, I mean, I'm an Outkast fan. I think Andre slam. Their old stuff, so they're playlistic, all that stuff, man, slam. Kind of started losing me a little bit on the later stuff. I'm trying to feel it. You know, it's got its thing. Whatever, I'm chilling, kicking back, doing my thing. It's good. But like I said, for you to sit there and say. Drake is even in that conversation. Don't get me wrong. At one point, he may. This is this is the this is the problem. We appreciate you. We appreciate you, Aaron. Appreciate you. And this is the problem that I have with people who think that it's crazy or even wrong to say Drake is in top five. I like Drake. You know, he's not my favorite rapper of all time, but I like him. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna act like I don't. We hip hop has never seen anything like Drake. Never. This man has been going 15, 16 years strong, still putting out number one records. We've never seen anything like this. From 08 to 2024, every year in between. So to say he can't be in that, that encompasses, that, that, I mean, that's, that, you talk about essentials. His essentials is about 100 records long. There's nobody with that. You nobody do, you with do that. You do recognize the essentials is just a playlist someone at Apple made. Yeah, I understand that, but okay. but are we I denying? Want, I want to make sure. But but when you hear an essentials, no. are you denying that those aren't the the, the biggest hits, hits for the most part? Yeah, biggest absolutely. absolutely. Uh, the, all our all our favorite rappers, the Pox, the Jays. And here's the truth. This is a true story. The Lil Wayne's. They're in like the I forty hate, or fifties. I hate Drake's playlist. On I hate his essentials playlist. I made my own. Most of I mean, most 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 of the records that I love from Drake aren't those. I mean that that's that's fine. I'm just saying when you talk about those are we both agree Essentials is their biggest sure. hits commercially. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. All the rappers that we love that that we grew up think are better, 
they're in the 40s or 50s when you talk about how long the, the, the essentials goes. This man is at 90 or 100. Of the biggest songs commercially out there, all, the essentials is everybody's commercial biggest songs. This guy's at 90 or 100. Like I said, do I think he's better than Jay-Z? Do I like him better than Jay-Z? No. Big artist. I don't like him better than them dudes. To sit up there and say it's asinine. Nobody, hip-hop has never seen anything like Drake, including Eminem. They've never seen anything like what this man is doing. And he just finished having a number one this year. He came out in 08. He had another number one this year, and he ain't done. The biggest tour, one of the biggest tours in the country this past year. So for Aaron, who, and this is why I asked his age, because a lot of people my age and older look at Drake just because you don't like his music or you don't like what he's talking about. Be like, oh, there's no way he could be hip hop. You can't, you got, you don't be the old man. Don't be the old man that don't give props to what the new boy is doing. Because he's doing something hip hop has never seen, ever. There's also a component that hip-hop today is, in fact, pop music. Mm. Um, Ebiz, Ebiz, what's going on, bro? Oh, man, man, Drake! Okay, <laughs> so look at, all right, look at, Drake has the most number ones. Yes, he just passed Michael, and I think Drake is literally the only rapper that can go on tour that can sell his upper-level tickets for over $400, Travis all right? Good. Don't get me Travis wrong, I'll do too. it for Kendrick. But anyways, yeah. let me know. This is all I need to know because I'm about to hang up on you because you're kind of pissing me off how you keep talking about Drake. <laughs> Just let me know. Is he better than Kendrick? Is he better than Kendrick? Uh, I think... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I love Kendrick. I love. I think, there, I think it's an argument. I mean, right now, Cole's my favorite rapper out. Right, you know what I'm saying? Like I think Cole is yeah, the best rapper out. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? But I mean, oh. I, I, it'd be crazy Jay-Z. for me to say that Kendrick and Drake aren't on his level or nothing like that. Like I think, I think that's the big three. Like they started that's a league. Spider- yeah, that's what it is. You know it's what the Spider Man meme. Um, Ebiz, Maddie, Maddie, what's going on, man? What's up with the brothers? What's okay. up, my guy? <laughs> what's up, Maddie? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, first off, happy Happy Snow Bunny Day. Uh, Who? I don't know Happy what that Snow is. Bunny Day. Snow uh, Bunny Day. Don't acknowledge that. Oh, okay. I, I guess to those who what celebrate. What are you talk about, Maddie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess to those who celebrate. Go ahead. Hey, they've evolved quite a bit, brother. So I had to throw that in there. All right. Um, K- Casey, you you my dog, but you off the hook right now, bro. You How am I off, off the, the hook? hook? All right. So for me, right, like, I think any GOAT conversations or top five conversations starts with you You got to write all your own lyrics for, oh. you, for me to consider you a top five rapper, right? And Drake doesn't write his own lyrics. Drake doesn't write all of his own lyrics. Who so. writes his lyrics? Yes, he's got ghostwriters, right? That's Who's a ghostwriter? Wait, hey, what, what song? What song? What, what, what rap song did he not write? I mean, I'm not in there, but I, but you know, you know, he don't write his own lyrics. So you tell me what okay. rap songs hey, did he not write? No, no, don't Maddie, talk about the no, reference no, no. track with what uh, Quentin Miller, where that's a hook. Tell me the rap songs where he didn't write his rhymes. So have we not heard from multiple people in the industry that Drake doesn't write all of his own? No, we have not heard from multiple people. We heard okay. from Meek Mill talking about Quentin Miller writing uh, the hook for "I Was Running Down a Six with My Woes." That's the only thing we've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Unless you've heard okay. something else, you let me know. Uh, okay. Let's let's pause that thing. All right. And Eminem, 
Okay, you you say he don't he don't have range, right? Mm-hmm. He literally has an alter ego that takes up a quarter of his of his uh, of his catalog. Like he he's so diverse in what he raps about. He raps about his daughter. He raps about his wife. He raps about the industry, and then he has a bunch of diss tracks. Like his, his catalog, I I would say is probably the mo- one of the most diverse in hip hop because he talks about so much different so many different topics. So. We appreciate you, Maddie. No, we appreciate you, brother. Thank you as always. This this got really out of hand. Lizzie, (laughs) Lizzie, what's going on, bro? What's good, D-Lo and KC? Y'all got it going right now with this debate. Um, I just want to say, yo, I definitely agree with y'all. I can see both sides. Like, D-Lo, I definitely see how Eminem's top five rapper. He has diamond records, so somebody's listening to him. And Casey, I'm with you on Drake. You know, a lot of older people don't like Drake because they think he's pop or whatever. But, hey, Drake got bars. If you go back and listen to his old albums, Comeback Season, Room for, Room for Improvement, he's been had bars. But the real reason I called, my guy's Kanye, by the way. Uh, I ain't going to talk too much about that. Well, but, hey, uh, hey, I ain't even going to sneeze anyways, at that though. Hey, guys, I know you guys, Dilo and Casey, y'all both J. Cole guys, but I think J. Cole's a little overrated. If you look okay. at compare okay. to Okay, lazy, 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 sit, sir. Sit down. I think you're overrated. Lazy. <laughs> Don't do that to Lazy. Lazy, Lazy, hang up. Think about what you just said. Apparently, he wasn't tuned into the Kennys last week. <laughs> yes, Sir. Dude, dude dropped the Kanye and J. Cole's overrated in one call. Like, man, this might be Lazy's worst day. Lazy, early Miami Heat. What the hell was that? The Kanye thing isn't bad either. I think Kanye maybe played himself out of the conversation. But if he would have stopped at Life of Pablo, if he would have stopped before he went to TMZ that day, he might have. Jay Cole's Cole's a lot like Andre in that, like, he just, like, like I think Jay Cole's hit a level where he knows he, it really, like, he, there's only a few guys who could do what he does. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I'm just going to do features for people. I'm going to make the hottest record. Right. And it's like, how's he? We talked about this on KSFM yesterday. Is the fall off the album? Is it ever going to drop? Hmm. He's talked about it for four years. Will it ever come out, or is it detox? Right. Is it Andre? Is he just? Is that's not what he's doing anymore? He's not away from music like 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 Andre is, mm-hmm. but he's he's getting in features, and that's yeah. how you're going to remember yeah, him for sure. Didn't 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 mean for this to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know Kenny was going to end and, the show today either. And, and look, by the way, everybody talking about Party Next Door and Weekend writing for Drake. These are these are songs. I, these I, are I don't songs. care. I'm, the, I'm not. I'm talking about the bars. Tell me who writes the <laughs> bars for him. This is a, a a conversation we had on KSFM two days ago about the writing music thing because of the Trina Beyonce remark. I do care about that though. I, I, and, and, and and that's what like. I, I I don't. I just don't care as much as you do. And then, like to me, that changes like the entire conversation because we're just talking rappers. There, there there's people who you got to put corrupt in here. You probably got to put Jada Kiss in here. Mm-hmm. Like that, that that's that. Jada it, get some votes for tough. It's almost like the 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 Daniel Bryan is the greatest wrestler of all time thing. It's like yeah, he's probably the greatest performer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they ain't better than Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. Like Daniel right. Bryan's not going to make me buy a pay per view the way that right, Shawn Michaels. Right. It's right. not the same thing. Yeah. Um, well, to those who aren't fans of hip hop, sorry, it's not not. We had twenty three minutes. We needed to eat. What do you want us to do? Jesus Christ, man! What I didn't expect was me. I nearly threw this freaking cup at Kenny. We'll come back. I guess Will Z will weigh in on this. 
Will Z joins us here. We'll talk Kings basketball. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about these trade rumors as well with our man Will Z next here on Sacramento Sports Leader. Uh, ESPN 1320 slash 1025 KSFM. Will has the very, very unin position of following first take with D'Lo and KC. Jerry Stackhouse in the 2000 All-Star Dunk Contest. Man, well, <laughs> welcome, Will Z. Uh, thanks for joining us. Hence room here, be here. Uh, William. Um, man, where start? I feel like there's so many different. Do you want to weigh in on the Malik Monk stuff? Like I, 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 I can pull up, and, and I'm not asking you to give us numbers. Just kind of like your opinion after yeah. the performance. This, 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 this conversation about Malik and his role, and you know, obviously being a starter, all of that stuff comes up a million times, but. You know, we've discussed extensively about his role, finding, you know, five to six to seven more minutes for him in every game. Like, how do you feel, you know, we had that massive performance against Orlando. I think it was magnified by the fact, like, you look back at the Clippers game, you know, I think that's all you have to refer to is as the Clippers game from last year. That was the Kentucky connection that Casey talks about. That's the Kentucky connection. This was Malik. The yeah. uh, De'Aaron was on AOL dial-up, and 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 Malik had to step in and kind of run everything himself. And so, what he did that game like really, really stood out. Where do you weigh in on on Malik and what we've seen from him and what his role should be moving forward with Sacramento? I knew he was frozen. Oh, like I could just. Oh no! I could. I could just. I could. I could tell. I was like, Will is not that like who, locked into. Who what had I'm the one forty nine Will Z like, freeze? I don't, I don't know who had the the the, the Will freeze, but oh. I'm sorry, Will. You're you're you you've thought <laughs> no, out now. You. You've thought out now. Go ahead. So I yeah I love Monk coming off the bench. I think because of his play style, it's very similar to Fox in the fact that they can both score and both be playmakers. And when you have them kind of staggered, you're able to almost always have that type of player on the floor. If he's starting, I don't know if the bench unit can survive because then it would be, and obviously the minute it's not going to be all bench, all starters, but you'd have less of the kind of monk leading the offense minutes that we see now just because he's in that different rotation spot. So for me, I think that it helps kind of balance out the lineup. That's why I like the Duarte in the starting role as well, is you're putting Herder, who's more offense, on the bench, Duarte more defense on the bench, and it just kind of evens everything out where it feels like a good fit where everything's about the same level for the whole game compared to super high octane at the start of the game, and then one of the two of them come out or they both come out. I'm sure there's a way you can do it where they both start, but I don't think he has to start. If he's getting even 25 minutes, I think is enough to impact the game. He Mm. attacks in such spurts where he's able to make an impact in a smaller amount of time because he's so involved when he is in the game. So I like him in that spot. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I don't, I don't think he has to start. I don't, I don't think Mm -hmm. if he did start, like it would be, you know, the worst thing in the world or nothing like that. But yeah. I, if I was Mike Brown, I, I'm not moved to put him in the starting lineup. What The role he's in right now works perfectly fine. And more importantly, he's in there at the end of the game. You know what I mean? Yep. He, he's he's getting 25. Like Damian talked about yesterday, probably going to end up pushing that up to 30 minutes a night. So I, I'd be – if I was Mike Brown, 
and Malik Monk, for that much, I'd be less concerned with um, if he moves into the starting lineup and how how long you'll have him in the game and if he's going to be finishing. Yeah, and it's especially if Monk's okay with it. And that's we don't know those conversations that go on behind the scenes. Well, I think we kind of do. He's let, he's let us into yeah. those a little bit. Like he 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 knows his role with this team. He knows this role that Mike wants him in. I mean, there's been Herder's been hurt. Uh, uh, De'Aaron, there've been. It goes back to last a year. bunch of guys in the started. starting lineup missing time. Yeah, and Malik was never put in the starting lineup. That conversation was had last year. Yeah. So it seems like a good kind of thing that they've got going it allows them to have that flexibility to trade a herder or dorote or someone you can throw them in the starting lineup if you just kind of need that body after making a trade but and then you have to work into staggering staggering the minutes more i think but it's nice to have the option but it's even nicer to have the option to not have to do it a lot of teams don't have the ability to bring in someone off the bench who can both score and dish assists. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's his playmaking and what we've been able to see from his playmaking this year has been a game changer, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. And that's why I, I talked, we talked about it a little bit earlier. I think they're starting to make the shift and maybe you saw different metrics that saw that was already happening, but I think they're preparing for that shift of the Kentucky connection kind of, being what closes these games out. Yeah. Um, and like we talked about, 30 minutes a night for these guys at mm-hmm. the very least. Like, I think there's a shift being made um, to have Monk be more in the game more and more a part of closing games. And, and mm-hmm. not just close, I'm saying closing games, but all throughout the game. He's getting 30 minutes. He's playing more than just <laughs> the second half of the fourth quarter. Like, he's. He's playing throughout the game. I think they're they're ready to make that shift. And his playmaking, yeah. to your point, his playmaking plays a role in that as well. Yeah, and it feels like, and I'm pulling up some numbers here to see if it backs it up, but it feels like he's been the guy they go to in the clutch. Like Fox obviously won clutch player of the year last year, but it's been Monk who's kind of taken over that role. And if you look at the numbers, clutch total points, Monk's at 51, Fox is at 33. And Monk is just killing it in the clutch. She's shooting 48.3% from the field, 33.3% from three. Fox actually hasn't made a three-point in official clutch time yet this year. He's 0 of 11. So Monk's kind of assumed that position, even though Fox is coming off winning the clutch player of the year. So having two players able, I think you guys were talking about this earlier today, or it might have been James and Kyle, but having the choice of choosing who you want to go to down the line, kind of based on who the opponent is putting their better defender on, you always have that go-to option of which matchup do you like better, whoever's guarding Monk or whoever's guarding Fox. Let's talk about tonight's game. Uh... Yeah, weird game. Well, I'm sure it was impossible to prepare for as yeah. everything will will absolutely gives his opinion, but his opinion is all based on numbers. Mm-hmm. My man, you got about two games to work with here <laughs> with yeah. this with this new lineup, but two and oh, by the way, is the Raptors mm-hmm. record since acquiring uh Emmanuel Quickly and RJ Barrett. But 
you know, how did you how did you how did you put together this preview tonight with such limited limited information? Yeah, this one's tough. It's always hard. I've talked about it with injuries before, but whenever there's such a big shift, you have to kind of throw out some looking at the numbers. So this one I went a little bit more on feel, and then I had some fun and dove into some Siakam numbers instead of looking at the Raptors as a team. But for the Raptors, they played really well with the new lineup. Um, I think that they are a more balanced team after the trade because they brought in two dynamic guards. They had such an overload of wing players, which I think is great in concept, but they just feel like they have a little more kind of overall talent around the floor. And I love quickly. I kind of wanted the Kings to try and get him scrappy player. He's shooting great from beyond the arc this year. Like a sure guy. I know RJ Barrett's the big name of the two, but quickly can go. Yeah. And doesn't R.J. Barrett beat the crap out of Sacramento? I think Jesse had that stat in our notes somewhere. Um, I like R.J. Barrett too. He, yeah, he 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 puts him up against Sacramento. For I don't know what we did to him, uh, but he he puts him. I, th- I think what did we, we do to anybody? What did we do to D'Angelo Russell? And he be yeah. <laughs> don't even bring that dude's name up, man. That's, that's twenty-seven points per game in his last three games versus Sacramento. Oof. Brutal. Mm-hmm. I remember all those Knicks games being bad. Man. <laughs> yeah. Those Knicks games being bad. Astros yeah. was pretty good though. At, at home. That's the one. Oh, that was a good. That was on TNT. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Poor, uh, yeah. Poor, poor Mitchell Robinson was about to. Oh my God, he was about to vomit. My man <laughs> oh, was about to right. roll <laughs> In the <second> quarter. up. <laughs> he had. We was we we was up at the media thing. I said, Hey, <laughs> hey, look at. I th- I think Mitchell Robinson about to go. He had. He was great. Trying to grab air, had his hands on his knees. Oh, hands on your knees. Robinson. Hands on. That was Mitchell Robinson. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Tie Drake back but, into the conversation. <laughs> yeah, for the Raptors, another thing is got to look out for their fast break opportunities. They lead the league with uh, 17, where'd it go? Uh, 17.8 per game. They. Hmm. That's why I made fast break points my swing stat of the game. Okay. It's yeah. one where I don't think the Kings have to win it, but just stay within like five where don't let the Raptors get so many easy looks where they're kind of using that to kind of pull away. Yeah. Hey, real A quick. little more easy going than the last swing stat. Yeah, could you explain what the <laughs> hell that meant? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because this, so, this was for the Orlando game, right? Yeah. It was the last one. Yeah, it was the last one. one you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Took everyone in a quick math lesson. So for that one, it was the Kings three points, points from threes minus the Magic point from threes has to be greater than the Magic points in the paint minus the Kings points in the paint. Don't do that. Because obviously going into it, we all thought it's a lot. (laughs) It was a weird one. But I was right. Um, Well... (laughs) It ended up being negative numbers because it was like the complete opposite that everyone thought it was going to be. The Magic just go off from beyond the arc, which is nuts. But it ended up as negative 30 and negative 42, I think. And negative 30 is greater than negative 42. So still worked. (laughs) It worked out. All worked out for the best. Your swing stats don't miss too often. (laughs) I this just didn't understand what that one meant. I was like, all right, well, I'll just wait for yeah. your response. 
<laughs> this hey, is a lot. Hey, well, I mean, and I guess this um, this could go into like tonight uh, yeah. and, and moving forward. But what are some of the and if you have metrics, that's cool. If not, just tell me how you feel. Mm-hmm. But what are some of the metrics defensively with the Kings at the end of the game? And I ask that because usually that's Malik Monk time. So. Is it a situation where if you're going to Malik more late in games, are you sacrificing something on the defensive end? Is he a sneaky, better defender than maybe we think yeah. or give him credit for? Um, I, I, just, I was just wondering that, like when we talk about Malik getting more opportunity mm-hmm. and, and possibly closing out these games out on a regular, does that affect what everybody's always talking about defensively? Yeah. Um, looking at – I think the easiest kind of catch-all for that, and this doesn't take into account the end of games, but Kings are about the same defensive rating-wise when Monk is on the court and off the court. 114.6 when he's on, 112.9 when he's off for a difference of 1.7. So that's a pretty small difference for what he brings on the offensive side. If you look at the net rating, they're two points better. So he's still bringing enough on offense where his minimal defensive deficiencies aren't really making an impact. Mm -hmm. So I'm not worried about his defense to close the game. I think with that, and this is just off the cuff, I think Fox really ramps up his defense, especially in the fourth quarter Mm -hmm. to close out the games. He likes those matchups where he'll take that top tier defender. And so I think that having him and Monk on the court at the same time, isn't really a defensive issue to close games because of that increased intensity. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.